this is going to be the podcast that I'm going to be so gratified to tell you all something amazing. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> you know, I, I'm liking the theme of these podcasts where sometimes we have... Scott a, Vents all the time? Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> sometimes the, there's going to be some of that. Yep. Sometimes the, the, the story isn't totally concluded in an earlier podcast, but today, my friends... It's the season finale of my story. We're closing a chapter. Oh. Or a book, I should slamming say. Slamming a goddamn book uh, closed. Uh, so here's what it is. Uh-huh. Gavin's not going to Poland this summer. Good. Yeah, I'm glad Honestly, about this. Honestly, I'm so glad he's not So going. you put the foot down. No. Oh. Of course no. he didn't. I did not have the opportunity nor the time. Did not even need to do that. Sometimes things just come together mm. and you can just sit back and watch the shit show develop in front of you. And boy, did it this time. What happened? So, all right. I, just a very fast recap for those that did not know. I was being ignored when I had a problem with Gavin, who won't even be eight till July, going to Poland with his uncle that he's only met one time in person in the past four years. Four years ago, that was. Hey, don't talk to strangers, but hang out with this stranger for a week. That's right. And it would have been... It, it, the camp is a cool idea. Annette's brother teaches an English-speaking camp in Poland where they teach him how to do All right, that's cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. However, I was a little concerned, you know, war-torn country, 200 miles away, not exactly the best thing. Then Gavin drops the bomb on me, pun intended, that apparently Rob or somebody said, hey, there's a building that was blown up relatively near this camp. What? Okay, this is all coming together great. Uh, Let alone the fact, an eight-hour flight, how long is a flight to Poland, Quinn? Uh, Eight to ten hours. Oh. And I said- It's like six and a half, seven to the Netherlands, which is what I always do. So it's, I'd say probably another two hours on top of that. Wow. For Poland. And I said. That's why I get the, drunk when I fly. The previous podcast that there's certain things that you draw a line in the sand with and that your significant other, if they say no, that's it. It's just no. And I had, after you left the room, Scott, we talked about it even more. And I said, you need to grow the balls and say no. The answer is just no. <laughs> there, there's no reason why he needs to go to Poland this year. Well, mm-hmm. and of course, you have to remember... It's not life or death. We uh, we also... <laughs> closer to death than life. Uh, then you, you also have to remember, too, I was forced into being a part. When I was on COVID, I, I literally was out of the building mm-hmm. because I had COVID, right? I had to mask up, go with the net and Gavin to the post office to expedite a passport, which you have to pay extra for. I so wouldn't have done it. I had to pay extra. Well... Actually, did you the, both have to be there? I did, yeah, parents, oh. because he's a minor. Oh, okay. Um, now, Those things. I don't <laughs> I don't mind so much that the kid's getting a passport. That's going to make it easier when we go to Canada. Sure. Things like that. So I don't mind that. I right, wouldn't have expedited expediting, it. Nah. That's where I'm like, just don't even go. Well, it, 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 water under the bridge at this point. So if you go back and listen to some of the old podcasts, I tried to describe as well-meaning that they are, Annette's parents are very selfish. They never look at the big picture to see what other people think or feel. Once their mind's made up and their decision's made in their head, that's all that matters. And that, I mean, I was getting the feed of, oh, it's not as dangerous as you think. But yet, literally um, two months ago at the start of the war, we were trying to figure out a way, should things have gone south, to get Rob into Canada and get him out of Poland. So we've gone from two months of that to suddenly, oh, it's great. He's going to have a wonderful time and, and Eva will go and all that well can i also tell you what a listener had sent us we got a dm sure. on scott and instagram about this she sent one and then sent another because here's what she goes i sent a message in a highly emotional state over scott's issue <laughs> now i saw that the message came in and i was at the salon and then all of a sudden it went away and i was like what the heck and she says 
I so I'm going to send a revised version. So this is what we're getting. We're getting oh. the revised version. Okay. I never saw it the first time, but anyway. She said, child safety is a super sensitive topic for me. So being a little more professional in this version, (laughs) Scott needs to make the decision on where his hill is to die on. If he is going to let other people out his son's safety in jeopardy by sending him to a country that very closely borders a war and torn country right now, then it is his choice. We advocate for our children and what we feel is right. Also, a life partner should have respect enough to know when this hill to die on is at play. Sometimes not listening and doing the opposite of what my husband says if is all fun and games, and we make a joke about it. But there are things I would never go against and vice versa. My hill to die on is I will never... Oh, well, I, I mean, do you want to hear her hill to die on? Um, we're this far in. Sure. My hill... <laughs> you're right. Let's keep going. My hill to die on is I will never disown either of my children if they are gay. And I made it clear that I will support them. Yada, yada, yada. So... She says, if this is your hill to die on, then you should have. Well, and I appreciate that. That was very, very kind. Yes. And I appreciate the support. Sometimes, but aren't you dying to know what the first one says? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, but, you know, sometimes it's just nice to have that sort of support, even from a stranger that just hears it and it clicks in some way with them. Yep. Because I was really struggling. And I don't want Gavin to be held back in any way. I want him to explore sure. and do things. But I want him to be of a point where if something happened, he He'd have a degree of being able to take care of himself, and I don't feel that's there yet. Right. He eats four foods. Right. Come on. <laughs> the need isn't now. Well. And do those foods exist in Poland? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, can live, I can live on Polish food until I'm dead. You sure. know? I mean, I yeah. love it. Man, give me some pierogi. It's, if you say pierogies, you're a hillbilly. Pierogis. It's It's not pierogies <laughs> ever. It's pierogi. It's plural. It's individual. It's a pierogi. You mean like I'm Aldi and everybody says Aldi's? Oh, yes. <laughs> I do. Well, J.C. Penney's. There's no S. You know? There isn't? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> I worked there um, for so long, I didn't even know. Yeah, no, you know where your checks <laughs> came from. Well, so at any rate, um, we come to the finale of the story. And this totally ties in with kind of what I've tried to describe about Annette's parents. Although sometimes their intentions are, well, you have to scratch your head and go, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So as it turns out, Annette goes, well, Gavin won't be going to Poland. I go, oh, good. My reaction was good. I, yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. even why. It was good. She uh-huh. goes, well, you want to know why? I go, sure. sure. Well, <laughs> you know him too well. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Eva was under the assumption that Zbig, Annette's dad, mm-hmm. was going to go with them. And they never had the conversation, Evans Big, about going. I guess she just assumed that he was going. Well, he's not going. And Eva goes, well, I'm not going. If if you're not going, I thought we were both going. I'm not leaving you here alone. You're, uh, I'm, I know. So the whole trip got blown up because those two morons you know never pi- communicated with each other. Yeah, but you know what pisses me off? And I'm sorry, the whole this situation. Is, this, this is kind of a dig for you. This is kind of anticlimactic. It pisses me <laughs> off. I love it though. I love it. Well, this you is got your way. So atypical of right. these two. But it makes me mad because it was based on not your decision about your child, but because the grandpa just wasn't going. And that is what makes me so mad. And I wish you would be mad enough about it. Well, I believe me. I think they're idiots for even thinking about it right now. Mm-hmm. Just the whole thing. If it was two years from now. But Scott's word wasn't good enough? Well, I never even had... In one of these that. rare cases, I never got to give my word. Yeah, but I am pretty sure Annette, I would think, would have given your emotions to 
ever. Oh, I believe she tried to, and that's when the BS started to come back at me, which is, oh, it's much safer than what's actually being reported and what's being talked about. Bullshit. I think what it would have came to was you actually talking to Eva yourself and said, no. The oh, answer that, is, if, if this would have pursued, it would have gotten to that point. How long me. were you going to wait? Um, well, they're coming this weekend so it would have happened okay so because i was wondering how long you were going to be a doormat no i uh (laughs) i I just you know what sometimes situations solve themselves and it that's you can't rely on that i really wanted the fight you what it's like it's like going to like a a boxing match and they get knocked out in the first second you're like i paid this much money for this exactly well i'm sorry for the letdown but my son will be safe well Well, that's good good. okay so speaking of traveling i mentioned on the show how i went to boston a few years ago now when i went to boston it was one of the best trips I've ever taken. And surprisingly, my one of my favorite parts was the Sam Adams tour, which I... No, that's not a shock at all. No, I, <laughs> I don't on. drink Sam Adams. Well... It's not my cup of tea. That's where your cousin works from Boston. Yeah, <laughs> but the tour, the guy was so funny. He had the thick Boston accent. He was like the OG. He was from there. You mm-hmm. get free beer at the end. It was fantastic. Uh, you better be funny if you got shitty beer you're hocking. So then, right, and that's why I'm like, it's just not the Sam Adams. Hey, by the way, sorry about that. We won't be getting them as a sponsor except of the for, podcast. Fine. Except for Porch Rocker. If you ever find Porch Rocker, it is my favorite summer beer I love it so much. All right, I'll try that. Now, whenever we were going places, we were going to a lot of breweries and and whatnot, and everyone who was originally from Boston, not transplants, would we say the word fuck, like fuck, right? Yeah. They're like, fuck. 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 Sounds like a goose flying at you. Fuck. So we were at a concert while we were there, and I was talking to some guy outside, and he was like, you know, these fucking people, I swear to God, and I am losing it. And I said, you got to be from here, right? And he goes, born and raised. Fuck yes. Yeah, fuck yes, I'm from here. (laughs) Born and raised. And I said, I noticed that people who... Might not be from here. They'll say it like with the kind of a little Boston lilt that they'll pick up. But the original Boston people, fuck. You know, it's funny. I'm similar in that regard because when Tom Brady played for the Patriots, every time he came on the field, I went, fuck, (laughs) just in honor of him. Uh, By the way, as a former, you know, mobile DJ from many, many years ago, and I used to do proms back in my day, you couldn't. You could not play the song uh, Moni Moni because uh-huh. they'd insert words. And if we use our Boston fact, fact, let's see if this is right. Here she come now, say Moni Moni. Hey, hey, what? Get laid, get fact. <laughs> You never heard that? I have, but that version is like, put the brakes on. Fuck. I wonder, could you, could I date somebody with that accent? Absolutely. Can you put a disclaimer on the front of this podcast so everyone knows there's going to be language? I don't need to. It's not for air. Oh, that's true. Exactly. I usually don't like the Boston accent. It is not attractive to me at all. It's pretty abrasive. You don't like like in Goodwill Hunting how they talk throughout the whole movie? No, I do because there is some like 
tough masculinity that really gets the basement flooded, just, you know? He, no, I'm sorry. Mark Wahlberg, I love a lot of his movies. No, not Mark Wahlberg. It's Matt Damon and Ben I know, Affleck. I know, but I'm, oh. follow my lead here. That whole style, it's not masculine. It's douche. You, you sound like a fucking douche when you sound like that. The best best part of that movie of Goodwill Hunting is when he gets the girl's number and he slams it against the window and he's like, how about them apples? <laughs> that was the most... Like, such a good movie. Yes, exactly. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, so but you say masculinity. I think it's just a douche sound. No, I love that, so that dominance. And we've talked about this before. I am dominant so many areas of my life. I'm fucking like, dominant? Yeah, I'm like, you, yeah, fucking dominate me, okay? No, it's oh, fucking hello. dominant. Hello. Yeah. Warning. Yeah. Double warning on this. <laughs> there no, there no, there's no need for a double warning. <laughs> it is what it is. This is what you get. Yeah. You want to hear what it's like when the mics go off? This is what this you get. This is it. I think, yes. it's, I think it's much worse than this. What are you talking about? <laughs> Is there something worse? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You found it. Quinn, anything on your plate? I mean, Ali and I have both given like these huge updates of what's going on in the world. Oh, I see. I see. You can take my contributions away to the podcast. Well, I. (laughs) What was your contribution today? I mean, I had nothing. This episode of the Scott and Alley Not For Air podcast is sponsored by Proaction of Stuben and Yates Incorporated. Now that more and more people are going back to work, one of the biggest challenges is finding childcare. There just isn't enough, especially for infants and toddlers. If you're interested in caring for children in your home or opening a childcare center, now is the time. Proaction will give you all the resources that you need. New York State is offering grants for new childcare programs. All you have to do is call the Proaction Childcare Council to get started. Call 607 776 2126 extension 2600. That's 776 2126 extension 2600. And start caring for children in your home or opening a child care center now. Okay, you guys know the phrase you break it, you buy it. Oh, of yes. Course. Does that apply also if you're at a garage sale? Oh. No. <laughs> First of all, it's on a rickety card table. If it's I already act- broken. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And then they try Not to blame this. it. On, they try Come to blame on. it on you. Yeah, what the? I mean, the clown figurine. I mean, my luck. I, it would be the Ming vase that would be sitting there that they didn't know that they had ten million dollars with. My hip would bump the rickety card table. There goes ten million dollars out of the way. But hell no. You know what the worst part is. You know, what are you going to do? Chase me down your driveway for $2, you stupid bitch? Oh, no. My, 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 I hear my, legally you can't in these retail situations. My friend just had a garage sale, and she sold something for $250. What? Garage sale. What did she sell for she $250? Sold, she sold a lawnmower. A, a lawnmower. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, for $250. It. Okay, it, was it a rider? I don't know. Well, it's got to be because there. you know what? I can go to Lowe's and buy one for 199 so it's got to be a rider. I'd, buy, I'd have spent that on that. Okay. That's, the, that's a higher end garage sale. But you're not going to break a lawnmower at the garage sale. So then wouldn't the answer be, it depends on what the value of the thing is? If I bl- if I break the clown figurine that was for 50 cents, screw it. It's no. All- no. no. You just, you're, okay. First of all, you don't even care if someone steals it because it's terrifying to look at because it's a clown and all clowns fucking suck. Well, that too. But I, right. think, I, think if it's, suck. <laughs> I think if it's a leaf blower and let's say you trip over it and it was worth... Forty bucks. You gotta, you gotta do some pretty intense 
damage to a leaf blower for it to break that Oh, and here's another one. Hold on. Aren't we doing... Maybe it's the mindset I'm in. I thought the point of a garage sale was not to set up for your retirement and make money that way. It was to clean out your shit and get rid of it. Because it's either going to the garbage or it's going to your garbage hole of a house. Because here's another thing that's really popular in this area is like Corningware. Corningware, Pyrex, things like that. Again, it's on a rickety card table. Whose fault is it? What if I shatter a piece of Corningware that is worth like 30 bucks? I I just told Mm. you, you you put it on a rickety card table. Nobody does this where it's like a display case. Well, that's a professional garage sailor if they have a display case. Uh Nobody's doing it like that. So you cannot tell somebody that they owe you the money You break it, it. you buy it. Yeah, no, no. How do I know you're not standing out there nudging the card table when I'm walking (laughs) by it? All of a sudden, the the, uh, corningware falls off and you you, you right there. No, no, you can't do that. I know you guys can't Immediate conspiracy with Scott Free. (laughs) Yes, immediate. (laughs) He can get out of anything. And I know you guys can't see him, but it looked like you were nudging the card table with your dick. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You were thrusting it a little bit. If anything would knock over something, it's that thing. Swinging in the breeze. It's really disturbing. Okay. All right. Well, then I take it back then. I I mean, I wouldn't pay, but you know what I would do? I would definitely act like it wasn't me. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. You're probably the only one at the garage sale, so that excuse isn't going to work. That's not true. Garage sales are crazy busy. I know, I know. Especially with old ladies, and they've got those shaky hands. I used to make bank on my lemonade stand that I would have. When my parents would do the garage sale. See? And How? By, Nobody by, makes money at a lemonade stand. What did you do? They feel well, bad. as a child. What? As a yes. child, $10 Dude, is bad. let me tell you how creepy it is if you're an adult with a uh, lemonade stand. That would be weird. Well, yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, unless you're spiking it. No. Then That's the cops come, great. though. That's kind of illegal. Don't take Mim- my advice. Mimosas with the... <laughs> Don't take my advice. That's a great idea. No, no this is totally illegal. I know, but what a great idea, though, if they honestly did have... If we had... A garage sale, because my one girlfriend just had one last weekend, that we were selling mimosas, actually adult lemonade, and that's where you make more money at a garage sale. Oh, you'd make a ton of money on that, and I'd buy all your shit. I love, <laughs> I love what or you're saying. Or knock over all the shit. Or knock over, yeah, it depends how many of your adult lemonades. I love what you're saying on this, but you're right. I can probably get in trouble for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm going to bet there's some illeg- any, I- illegality there. Who's going to call the cops? That I was oh, there's a Karen. Oh, the there's that there's you, a Karen that lives down the street who's the, pissed off you have a garage no, sale in the first place. That's not. Yeah, that's true. You know why? Because some dumb son of a bitch parked in her driveway that's or blocked right. it. Yes. That's right. You know what? Let me tell you. Tire marks in her yard. Here we go. We th- oh, <laughs> did I tell you? Okay, West Elmira. Well, this is great. West Elmira <laughs> has an annual garage. I think it's in May. Uh-huh. And there's like, you know, 60 garage sales all around all the street. Ooh. Some dumb son of a bitch flipped a car going 10 miles an hour <gasps> on, on, on large <laughs> The lower end of Larchmont. I'm I'm literally driving out. I think I had an event with you. This is a few years ago. You didn't tell me that. I think I had an event and I'm driving down. I go, what is with all the fire trucks and and police cars and everything? I mean, because literally you could use a police escort to get around because all etiquette is lost at garage sale parking. It's just like you just become the biggest giant a-hole on the planet. Uh And here I am driving down. I look over. I go, that son of a bitch has his car on its roof. And you can't go above 10 miles an hour. Apparently, hit the curb or hit the bumper of a car, somehow flipped the car <laughs> oh during God. a garage sale. Oh, my gosh. I've never flipped a car. I have been in a car accident once. So my cousin was going too fast around a curve. And all of a sudden, it was like, zoom, zoom, zoom. It was like a movie. Oh, wow. And I said to her, I'll never forget this, because I think I was like 14 or something at the time. I was like, 
What are you doing? No, it sounds like this. It sounds like this. What are you doing? Why are did you, you spinning? Were you just spinning or did you flip? We were spinning. Oh, okay. And then we I was went. like, were you like Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights where he's like, well... This is a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever the line was. I don't remember what it was. On that note, I hope everybody has an awesome rest of the week. I don't know what the fuck we're going to... I don't know what the fact we're going to talk about next week. We'll come up with it.